Crossfade. The Daily Talk Show. A conversation sometimes worth recording with Josh Jansen and Tommy Jacket. It's a Daily Talk. It's. Yeah. <laughs> It's the, this happens a bit now, doesn't it? Yeah, what's happened? It's the Daily Talk Show, episode 210. Yeah. Happy Monday. Yeah, happy Monday. We just had a secondary coffee hit. Mm. This is my third. Uh, it's it's that Monday vibes. Is it, So you your coffee order is a three-quarter... Strong three-quarter latte. So that means you get more shots? Uh, not necessarily... Depending on where you go, some people, this is a double shot. So, yeah, I want more than one shot and I want less milk so it tastes stronger. Okay. And if you get a long black, how many shots in a long black? I don't ask for anything. I just get long black. Because is it, it a double it. shot? Well, I don't know. But, so, yeah, it's stronger, just the taste because there's no milk and it's just water diluting it. For, for our uh, overseas audience, can you just run through what you think, <laughs> like what are the different types of coffees that you can a- get? Americano which is basically a long black in the States. Is, is that Americano what? different to the drip coffee that you get at a diner? Yeah, I think it is. I think that's just drip coffee. I think that's like uh, – yeah, I, I was confused. When we were in the States, I was just saying, one of these, please, of coffee. And then they, they don't traditionally go for like – you have to specifically ask. For I an think, espresso. If or you an Americano, espresso. which is the their, ver- their version of a long black. Which is espresso. Espresso, Espresso with, with water, essentially. Okay. Yeah. But I don't know. We, we were having this discussion. I love it. This coffee just brings out everybody to sort of throw in their two cents. Oh, the um, the temperature of the shot changes the the strength of the shot, mm. which I don't know. But yeah. I just we're just we're a bunch of wankers yeah. here in Australia, well, and we drink a lot of coffee. I feel like we need to be more like I feel the need to give more context to uh, our Australianisms because uh, on Friday we put out a call, free stickers. It's still happening. It's still happening until we will shut it off at 11.59pm on the 8th. I'll be asleep. So will Josh. It's, Who's uh, going to do it? Well, Mr. S- Mr. 97? No. Do you know who will do the shut off? We'll just look back. Time. Yeah, time. Yeah. <laughs> It'll roll through to 12am on mm-hmm. the 9th and that's when... It's all gone. Mm-hmm. So we've opened it up again. Stickers, you need to put that in the subject line. Send us your address and direct it to hi at the daily talk show dot com. And we but had a few emails over the weekend. Yeah, we. here's the thing. This sticker, like as much as we want you to have stickers, it's also nice hearing because this we've done this a couple of times. This is the third uh, release mm-hmm. of free stickers. We got How cool is this? Santiago. Mm-hmm. What a name. Um, Santiago, was that also a place? I think it is. Yeah. We've got someone smart. Lawrence, is Santiago a place? Is Santiago a place? It is. I'm just going to Google it. Sa- yeah, sounds like it. It yeah. must be. <laughs> uh, so you read out the, the gist of Santiago. So Santiago, it? he's followed the rules and he's put sticker as the subject. And he said, hey, guys, I'm here for free stickers. Of course you are. Uh, it's I've the been, capital of Chile, by the way. Sick. I've been listening since last week or so. I don't really know how I found you. I think it has something to do with Matt Diavella's social media. Sounds about right. Shit, yeah. Anyway, it's been so much fun. I moved to Melbourne from Argentina like a month ago, and it's cool to hear a local voice in a podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, ho- local voices. We're the only Australian podcast, so yeah. it's done well for Thanks, Santiago. It is a cool thing that podcasting is still 
like the discoverable functions of these platforms is still tricky. So you kind of end up finding these random ones. And I'd say we're a random one. Yeah, just like I guess you could go on the charts. Mm. But I'd much prefer get someone mentioning a mm. podcast that you listen to. Tell a friend. It, I reckon podcasting, unless you're listening to Joe Rogan, which is mm. always top ten. Uh, it's a it's a suggestion. It's a um, word of mouth word of mouth game. Sort of game. Yeah. We also had uh, someone from Portugal reach out too. So we're we're getting a, a fair few internationals, which has started making me think. Uh, so much shit must be going over their heads. That's okay. Well, I, I did think when that one came through and I saw the addresses somewhere in Portugal, I thought Josh has definitely done some on the ground marketing of the Daily Talk Show on his world trip. Because you did speak to a few people that then ended up listening to the show, yeah. which got our international numbers up. Well, from the you know taxi driver in Athens to my mate Ibi, who lives in Spain, yeah. who Ibi was uh, the awesome dude who I actually did the podcast from his place yeah. and I had all the games behind me, but he's also one of the moderators of our uh, Reddit. Well, he's the brains behind uh, <laughs> actually having this thing started because... Yeah. Didn't we need his help? Yeah, he, his he actually help? Had to, he had to set up the Reddit because we didn't have enough karma. Anyone points who or, gives Josh technical help is a fucking expert yeah. in my eyes. So because <laughs> if Josh couldn't work it out, yeah, we're all in trouble. The um, today's Monday, not a public mm. holiday. Yeah, it's a weird vibe because tomorrow is a public holiday. Yeah, so in, it's only in Melbourne. Yeah, true. That will be going over some people's heads. Yeah, so in in Melbourne we have. What is it, like a carnival? Is that, is that the right? It is up there with one of the biggest um, racing carnivals in the world. Like it's a part of, it's it's on the world stage, the Melbourne Cup Carnival. Yeah. Horse, horses. Yeah. So it's just like horses racing. Yeah. I don't necessarily get the appeal. Yeah, I mean, what don't you get about it? I don't, like, uh, so there's... Melbourne Cup is the main day and that mm. happens on Tuesday and yeah. it's a public holiday yep. in Melbourne. But they have around the carnival all these other days like Derby Day. Yeah, Derby Day is the first Saturday of the carnival. Melbourne Cup is the Tuesday. Ladies Day, I don't know if it's Ladies Day anymore. That's Thursday. And then there's um, Oaks, which might be the Ladies Day. But then on Saturday, it's Family Day. Mm. I used to frequent Family Day quite a bit. Because it, it, it totally depends. Like I know your c- circles used to knock about. What circles? <laughs> the uh, Me, lack myself of, and I. Yeah, yeah. There was no circle to knock about with. But this, if you, it depends on the circles you're knocking about with if you grew up here in Melbourne because there's like it was never my family. Mm. My old man's a surfer. My mum's a yogi. Probably not the ones that you. Are they into ho- like do they see it as cruel? They they don't know because we were watching it on the on Saturday, okay. and my old man was pretty keen on seeing this horse because there was some history made recently. This this one horse, and this is the thing. This is where I reckon you'd get into it if you had people around you that were like saying what's happening. I had no idea, but it was um, Mooney Valley, I think it was, which is like so. There's there's a they pile in a whole bunch of races, like other race meets mm. around this time because there's like Bendigo Cup. So the, around like the state, there's all these other meets, Achuka, Marupna, all these other ones. But there was one at Mooney Valley, which is <clears throat> in Melbourne, and there was a horse that has it was racing to, I think, try and win it for the third time in a row. 
or fourth time and it won. And so my dad was like, oh, I've got to listen to this. And I was like, oh, I'm into it now. And it just came through and killed them. So it was like this amazing they treat the horse they were saying after you know we we love this horse so much and it's been through so much and um, so you had you felt the the buying I get buying I'm start asking questions I said to my brother do horses sleep standing up he said no they lay down in the hay that's a big bit of buy-in right there because I think giraffes actually sleep standing up Hmm. I mean it's pretty far down for them to get but there is other buy-in so um (laughs) the when I was at private school, uh, there is families who had own um, horses. Uh, not own horses. I used to train some clients that owned horses. Oh, one of my clients, Noel, he was an accountant, and he told me that he bought a horse like years and years ago at One Mooney Valley, and he reckons he made five hundred k off it. It was awesome. Anyway, that was just a little side story. But we used to go to the car park. So we'd get like the family pass with my friend's mum and then would go and would dress up in some man-to-man cheap suit. Man-to-man. Is man-to-man still around? <laughs> I think they are. Man-to-man. That was definitely a che- the, one of the cheapest places to get a suit. Yeah, like 99 bucks sort of at a, a yeah, suit. At a major shopping centre. It would be a bit too big. You would have loved it actually because the, the food, <laughs> you don't drink, but the food was always like chicken sandwiches, like um, cucumber sandwiches, so many good arancini balls. It was all about like the barbecues going on in the car park. So you'd literally drive in with Wait, your so car. Wait, so this is not – so uh, Melbourne Cup has this uh, area which is known as what's – the, what's the big the, – the main fancy area? I don't know. Oh, the bird cage. Bird yeah, cage. Yeah, that's like – I've been to the bird cage. I got – can you stop rubbing the microphone? Sorry, sorry. I got um, tickets from Nick Brax, whose father was the Premier of Victoria, Steve Brax. Was it, did Nick Brax alcohol driving? Yeah, he, was, he had a car accident. Okay. And he had, was under the influence. And then he's... Um, and your mates with him? Yeah, mates with him. That was years and years before I knew who he was. So I met him through a friend of mine and then he, he goes to the gym I go to. But years ago, we were meant to go to the races together and he had uh, tickets to one of the major marquees, the Emirates marquee. Epic. Emirates are normally like the big sponsor. Of, yeah. Are they the big sponsor this year? I don't know who. There is a major sponsor. I, I think remember. about like when I think of Melbourne Cup, I think. Who is this? Uh, Maya. I yeah. think uh, Lexus. Uh, I think Lavazza. Yeah. Um, Swiss used to be one of the big sponsors. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, we had tickets and he pulled the pin. But what a fucking legend. He gave me the two passes to get into the the marquee and Lexus Melbourne Cup. Lexus are the main sponsor oh, wow, this year. Okay. And so I went, I took my mate Fitzy and it was perfect because I was like paranoid that he, that I couldn't get in without Nick. Because they were, you know, invitation it was a name to him. To, okay, sure. I think it had a name on it. Anyway, I rocked up near the fucking security guard on the door. Of course you didn't. I just had, he didn't even look at my thing. I just walked <laughs> straight, and I probably didn't even need it. So the the real hard thing to get is the actual pass into the bird cage itself. Mm. Because if you're a full member of this racing club, you can get into the bird cage, but you just can't get into the marquees because they're all invitation based. Yeah. I will say after being. <laughs> one of the punters in the car park, one of the little ratty kids who's just gone into general admission and a wanker in the birdcage, I would choose wanker any day. 
Yeah. Because you go and everything's looked after. You don't. You just walk in. There's free drinks, amazing food, lots of music, and you know celebrities. And people don't even watch the actual races. Yeah, there. So in all the marquees, there's like a screen, s- screens and shit, and you can. Oh, there's. The, the, there is um, TAB-esque things like punting areas within mm. them. But the problem is if they're not one of the big names like the TAB or sports bet, if you put a bet within them and you won and then you went home, you actually couldn't claim it because you can't – because it's like a a, a private run bookie. Really? And so, yeah, I, I remember thinking, fuck, I think I've won like 10 bucks here, but I could never claim it. Because I couldn't get on. It wasn't the TA base. I couldn't go down to my local and claim the ticket. Mm. I remember Um, when I was a a kid, we would have like Melbourne Cup at our house. Did you? We'd have a big whiteboard and everyone would would do a sweeps. They call that sweepstakes or whatever. And everyone would get like a specific horse that they were backing for. But um, It brings a lot of money to the country because there's people coming from everywhere and people are gambling. It's pretty ridiculous. Well, I was just on, um, what would have been Saturday night, Bree and I went to Feast of Merit on Swan Street, yep. which I think, by the way, isn't owned by Gap anymore. Not? I don't think so. I mean, I could be making that yeah. up. but um, I mean, for our Portugal listeners, yeah, what does that fucking mean? Yeah, <laughs> it's, a, it's one to look into. It's awesome. It's a, it used to be a, like a not-for-profit restaurant. Yeah. So, yeah, all awesome. the profits that they made went to... Charity, but it was an also, it's also a wicked Amazing restaurant. Yeah, yeah, like Middle Eastern style food. Mm. But um, no, the reason, I think that Y Gaps, oh, sorry, I think uh, Feast of Merit was sold. Okay. I don't know what the what the deal is, but anyway, I thought that was interesting. Is food still is good? Yeah, really good. And they one thing to keep in mind is that they do doggy bags. Bray and I got did the banquet and got lamb. Yeah. And we're just like stuffing our face and we're like, the lamb is so good. It's the last thing they bring out. Was it just you two? Yeah. And it wasn't until the, like we got the, um, well, funnily enough, we didn't really even get the bill. They they came up to us and said, oh, how are you going with it all? And we're like, oh, we're so full. And they're like, oh, you can take it away, which is great. And are you surprised that? They do because of the like. Well, doggy how- bags are pretty. I don't think they're that common in Australia. Yeah. With all the food regulations. Yeah, there was some real rules that came in around. You have being we had able to, to put it in our home. own. Like they gave us a container and we put it in ourselves into the uh, container. That's a way around. Uh, Maybe one of the rules. Maybe it's because what I was wondering is, do they do? You're just doing some googling. I'm. I wonder if they do um, Uber Eats because if they did Uber Eats or if they did delivery, I'm guessing they would be able to um, just do the doggy bag thing. Is it a, is doggy bag an Australian term or is that used overseas as well? Yeah, it's well, I've just typed in doggy bag food in Melbourne and it's come up with melbourne.vic.gov.au and it uses that term. Oh, Jesus, it's a full document I've downloaded. God. Big PDF. Yeah, for food safety information. A doggy bag is a small bag provided on request by a restaurant for a customer to carry home leftovers of a meal. Once a doggy bag is given out, it becomes the property of the consumer. Therefore, it is the responsibility of the consumer to store and handle the taken taken away food. So the question I have is: Can any place? Can every place do doggy bags? Yeah, the Victorian Food Act, nineteen eighty four, does not prohibit restaurants from providing doggy bags. However, 
is at the restaurant's discretion whether they provide this service or not. So people could opt out of it. I remember there was some scare tactics probably at play where restaurants have just said, no, we don't. Mm. And, I mean, you go into Voudemont, high-end French restaurants, spending 400 bucks. For one... Maybe don't go – like I couldn't imagine a bunch of people taking yeah. home snails or like the food that they have. Yeah, it really – it changes the perspective of how you think of the food when it's in sort of a biodegradable container. Yeah. And so what have you done? You, did you take some home? Yeah, so we we could have had so much more lamb. And so you went hard because I went because fucking hard because I'm like, we've paid for this. And then – You know the problem with you and Bree? You don't like to un- make get in an uncomfortable situation. You no. could have asked. Yeah, we could have. Uh, was there a real discussion point on the yeah. dinner table? Oh, yeah. well, added to, some, uh, yeah. added to some bullet points to get through. Well, so we the Combo. funny thing is we actually um, went up to pay and then they said, did you guys get your dessert? And what happened? And we're like, oh, no, I don't think we had dessert. I'm like, no, if you get the banquet, you get dessert. Oh. And the girl's like, oh, well, she goes, do you want to take it away? Yeah. We're like, yeah. So they that's then good. Okay, that's went good. and gave us the dessert. We that's basically nice. were eating in, but probably <laughs> took most of it away. What like was, it was the dessert? I'm it was like a, dessert. It was like a, um, a rose water ice cream and some sort of chocolate tart. It was yeah. very good. Yeah. But my point of bringing this up was because we were... We're now sponsored by Feast exactly. of Merit. <laughs> no, it was on uh, Swan Street in uh, in Richmond. Mm. And um, Richmond for, is a bit of a hub in Melbourne for... It's very close to the MCG. It's got a big um, uh, train station. Yeah. A lot of people in and out of the area. Yeah. And so uh, when Derby Day was on, there was a huge amount of activity. Oh, yeah. People in suits, people... Uh, Women wear these things called fascinators, yeah. which is a fucking thing they put on their head. It's a hat. It's a, it's a hat with shit going everywhere. Yeah. yeah. It's a crafty hat. I saw uh, a, f- a few people, even down towards where I was in, where was I, Beaumaris? Um, I saw some people get into, out of an Uber and ran into the bottle shop and they were a bunch of oldies. There's so much of that. Like I was um, at Coles that night and there was a girl who ran into the coal. She was, you know, all dressed up. Yeah. And she's like frantically getting flowers. She gets like multiple bunches of flowers and quickly runs over to sort of the outside counter area where people would normally go to buy ciggies yeah, or yeah. like the newspaper. Oh, yeah. You know, what is that section? Yeah. It's like the customer service bit. It's not actually in the shop. Yeah. Anyway, they um, she's like, oh, quick, can I just buy these? And she... Um, bought them and then I was on the self-checkout while that was all happening and then I walk out to see her then giving them to her friends who was all dressed up and she's like oh my god thanks what am I going to do with this and like the other girls on her Instagram story getting all the shots so it's a very um intense sort of uh intense time yeah wait till the Melbourne Cup which is it is tomorrow Everyone is like even last night in St Kilda, it was pumping because mm. today most people probably took today off. It's very it was so quiet on the roads today here, but it was just people just on it, yeah, just primed. It's alcohol, but it is. Do you think it's really bogan? <laughs> yeah, if you go like we used to go to the thing called Caulfield Cup, which is outside of 
Uh, no, it probably would have been three weeks ago here. Yeah. Um, is it part of the carnival? Yes, that's what I was thinking. It's it's a part of the spring racing carnival because yes. it is within September. spring. Yeah, it's within spring. Yeah, so it must, yeah, it is a part. I'm doing some maths here. Um, but that is so broken because you get people that want to experience it and dress up f- for the first time. So you can really see the people who are like legit, Fashionistas, mm. but then the me people, is the yeah. man to man kid. You're you're wearing the same suit to your court appearance and Danny and I. Hundred percent. I remember I was real pissed once at the Caulfield Cup, and I just fucking slapped the back of my neck. And I was like, oh, what the hell? And I kept on like rubbing. Don't it. guess what it was. Intense pain. Was what? it like gel or wax from your hair? No, <laughs> I'd been bitten by a bee. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky I'm not allergic. But I went in. I was in the bathrooms. Just like looking and I like pulled out the stinger, but it got me and I was just pissed enough to keep going. So when I was, I went to the, um, we'll put a photo on our Insta story. Um, I don't know if it's good enough as an Insta post. This is where (laughs) Insta stories have really fucked things up. Yeah. Trying to work out what is, like everything used to be a goer for my, if you go (laughs) down to my Insta, everything was an Insta post. And now I'm rarely posting Insta posts. Yeah. Um, no, but I've, there's a photo of me when I was working at the radio station and I was at the Melbourne Cup as the as the web guy. What, getting, what was your role? I was just like, getting, what were you actually doing there? I'm trying to actually remember. I must have been getting – I was definitely getting some content, um, but I can't – I was doing photos. We mustn't have had access to be able to – we might not have had permission based on rights. People treat uh, it like the fucking yeah. Olympics where it's yeah. like uh, – Turns out Nova has, you know, another radio station mm. has the rights, but you can take photos mm. rather than videos. Mm, it's like the tennis. Yeah. Major yeah. sponsor radio station. And so, I, but what I do remember is um, just after that event, there was a, um, uh, Jules had some footage of him and the Maya CEO. So oh, yeah. Maya is a big department store here in Australia. And our mate Jules Lund, who I worked on his radio show, he was a big Meyer ambassador. And so there's this, uh, there was this Meyer event that was coming up where Bernie, I think his name was, the CEO, was being honoured um, at this event. Yeah. And so Jules had put all of this montage of all this footage together and he had this footage of him and Bernie sort of having a laugh together at Meyer. And Jules, uh, Jules sent it to the, I think the PR people must have got the Maya PR people got it, and they said, um, "Here you go. There is some dude in the background being a bit of an idiot." I think that's how the story went. Yeah. Anyway, Jules looks at it, and it was at the Maya marquee on the year that we were uh, doing the Melbourne Cup. Yeah, yeah. And there's just me. Behind them, dancing, <laughs> trying to get into the shot, and it made the cut. And so I'll, I've got the video. I'll put oh, that. Amazing. That's definitely an Insta story. Oh, sorry, an Insta post. That's an Insta on post the, on the Daily Talk Show. Something cool is that this year, because basically to get to the racetrack, it's in a suburb that is outside of the city, Flemington. It's in a place called Flemington, and it's pretty crazy. Like. It's a small suburb and it just gets flooded with people, like mm. 100,000 people, whatever it is. And so the train systems 
how people get out there or Ubers or cabs, but you don't want to be driving. It's like congestion city. But this year what they've done, Metro Trains, sent drones up, which I is I saw cool. this story, but I don't fucking – I understand that someone in the train team was like, hey, let, you know, the fucking com- Metro yeah. is like – Bought a DJI. Yeah. I don't understand why. What are they actually using the drone for? Uh, They're looking ahead to see if there's shit going down. Like there was a car on the tracks once and there was... um, So what does it do? Just fly up and down the road? It's not just... They must be releasing a bunch of them just making sure they're just like checking checking the clearways because you've got to go through all these crossings and shit. So it's a a weird one. I, I, I saw the story and I thought, great. Looking for terrorism. Yeah. That was where my head went. But it turns out they're just looking at the tracks to make sure everything's running smoothly. But do you think that that's, that's a PR thing from there and they think it's really cool that this... Well, I think they get fined. I thought that was the case, that if the train system uh, shits itself, yeah. there's a company that have tended to look after everything mm. and then it's up to them. Well, it used to be Connex. Oh, yeah, that's right. M-Train was another one. Yeah, don't remember M- but M-Train. Connex, and then it became Metro, and Metro, Metro. is what it is now. Yeah, and maybe so, M-Train was Metro. Maybe they just rebranded. Yeah, maybe. And so they basically, what they have a, a deal with the Victorian government. Where yes. It's like we have to have a certain amount of uptime, and Melbourne is notorious for when it gets to the summer specifically – Everything starts to screw up because of the oh. um, the heat and the warping of the tracks. But when we were in New York, we were thinking like we went into the subway, and it was probably twenty six degrees. It was gross. Was so oh hot. my god! It but stinky. it gets forty degrees over there, and so it was like yeah, twenty six, and it was still killer. And those trains are all underground under a CBD. Yeah, it's crazy. No wonder it shits itself. Yeah. I'd shit myself if I was on that train in that heat. Yeah, it's a bit stinking gross, but I'm enjoying. I'm looking forward to. Uh, I know that what they've actually done previous years too is um, Uber will do Uber helicopters as really? well as a thing. So That's like a, primo. a select amount of bogans can arrive on a helicopter, <laughs> which is cool. It would cost a bit though. Mm. Not every bogan has cash. Yeah, actually, there's a lot of cash. No, there is, no, but there's also there is something bogan about living. Beyond your means, <laughs> the guy who oh, I see, yeah, so someone who have, has Foxtel but can't afford a, a door, like a front door, like that's <laughs> that's a pretty bogan thing to do. Do you think? Is that? Is, do you know this story? Is there a story out there? No, well, yeah, literally, like I've said it on the show before. Oh, was it you guys? No, I've got, there's a mate who I um who had a kid at his school and they had Foxtel but they didn't have a front door. That's Foxtel so is cable TV for yeah. for our international and audience. And when we were young especially, it was like a very – it was it was amazing to have like you were – it was pretty special to have Foxtel but I thought it was pretty special to have a front door. Yeah. If well, I had to choose – I reckon as a child I probably would have chose the front door. No, you wouldn't. As a you reckon? Fr- yeah, I don't know. No, but I, I know – I want to – mate, you're all about security. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You definitely choose the front yeah. door. The um, public holidays when you were growing up, what was uh, when you thought public holidays or we call them curriculum days? Mm. Do you remember curriculum days? Did you call them that? I thought curriculum days weren't public holidays. A curriculum, oh, no, a day, curriculum was day, like day is a they were the school, but the school would be off, wouldn't the, it? The school's off because I thought they were. It was something to do with the curriculum. The teachers 
they're planning what they're going to do for the next. So they said bit. it was yeah. just a booze up <laughs> wine tour. <laughs> so the public, so public, um, public holidays. Do you remember what that meant for you when you were growing up? Everything, every the weekend, the holidays. It was always okay. Who's having a gathering? Who's having a party? Where can we go and mm. drink a few beers? What about when you were younger? Before yeah, that you was had it. The, <laughs> when you had the autonomy, like uh, for me, it was. Uh, ten pin bowling or uh, rollerblading. I can't remember that far, but maybe it's the later years. But what age are you talking? Because I was I was misbehaving from grade six. Yeah, probably from. I reckon I would have been doing the whole ten pin bowling stuff from grade six until year nine. Yeah, it was from end of grade six onwards. So it did was your parties, do, and parties, so, babe? And so your your parents didn't like your families didn't take turns in. Oh, we're going to take you guys to laser tag. Oh, I mean, we did heaps of that, but I don't remember it ever being because of a public holiday. I reckon you've got a really great memory. Was it a family? Or drank or, too what, much. what I'm curious about was it like a would you? Because I felt like a parent would normally take charge, and mm. it was like oh, okay, uh, my mum is going to have me. And a couple of my mates, and we're going to go somewhere. If you can remember that, that's uh, um, hats off to you. Are you serious? You don't I remember? I cannot remember. Oh, I remember so much of that stuff. I took a lot of days off school just mm. because I didn't want to go. Yeah. So maybe that felt like it was a weird thing. My mum worked from home, like she had her own business, and so did my dad. So I can't, I can't remember. There was never a time where I can mm. pinpoint. Like yeah. we used to go. And do laser tag and go Gumbaya Park. Yeah, Gumbaya Park. That yeah. was a good one. Um, yeah. Outer suburbs. Have we ever spoken about um, Wally's World? Wobby's World. Wobby's World. Wobby's World we went to. I'd never been to Wobby's World and I'd, I was so upset because I remember they had like a helicopter in their ad. Yes. It was out the front of their of the actual it's, yeah theme park, whatever it's called. And I remember finding out that Wobby's World was closing down. And we never got to go. And I was just so upset about it. Well, I can tell you, Wobby's World was amazing from what I remember. Being on this thing, being, I remember being up in that helicopter. I was a couple of years older than you, so that yeah. was like probably helped yeah. that we went probably a few years. If you are not from Melbourne, it make no sense. Think of the nostalgic place that you can think back to as Theme a kid park. that was like, yeah, you wanted to go to so bad, it had yeah. a whole bunch of rides. I'm going to put up on our Reddit our... Um, uh, the ad. I'm sure there's a Wobby's yeah, World Wobby's ad. World. Yeah, there is. And there's this thing. It was like on rails and it was went like all around that, um, what do you call it, helicopter. And it used to spray. You could spray water from one. It was like a fire engine. So you could fully shoot and hit targets with the water. It was epic. Yeah. But uh, it's they. I think they're reopening something out there. I think it was the other one, Gumbaya Park. Gumbaya Park. Is they're redoing that. redone, yeah. Yeah, it's just a, a grab. See, the problem is... what A grab for what? For money. But, of course. But why else is all opening the- a business? <laughs> <laughs> but what do you expect? No, but it won't be as good, I don't think. I think that's the problem. These places you go to as kids and then yeah. you're an adult, you take your kids there and you're like, this is ridiculous. Well, the marketing is, you know, the TV ads and stuff. Yeah. Like but um, Bree and I had a whole, um, on the weekend, like a few hours of just watching old... Um, TV ads on yeah. YouTube. What, so what is there? What 
Oh, I mean, there's everything. This is there's, really niche to yeah. Melbourne. <laughs> yeah. Oh, just like everything from uh, what ads colonial finance, like Colonial oh, yeah. Bank. That was remember there was Colonial Stadium. Yeah. Now it's a, Marvel Stadium. Is it really? Yeah, they've changed Marvel. It. So, the what there. So Colonial Stadium, which is the big was football Telstra stadium, Dome. It was Telstra and Dome. And then it turned into Eddie Eddie Head Stadium, which are just, these are all just sponsors that are putting and it's their not name Eddie up. Had anymore. It's not Eddie Head. It's Marvel, as in Marvel Comics, Marvel Stadium. Fuck, that's a cool brand. I thought it was cool. So when you're driving across the, the big bridge it out says, of Melbourne, it says Marvel Stadium. It's pretty cool. People were giving it pushback. I well, thought, there's all that pushback at the moment with um, Apple uh, coming to Fed Square. They're trying to uh, put some sort of historic uh, labelling on Fed Square. So there's nothing historic about Fed Square. It's I four years old. Well, also Fed <laughs> Square. Old. No, but Fed Maybe. Square had. Um, it's more than eight years. Is it? It's probably fifteen years. But Fed Square had so much pushback. Remember when it started? It was it was across. It's across a road from the famous Flinders Street Station. Mm. If you type in Flinders, if you're not from Australia, Flinders Street Station. Yeah. And then you type in Fed Square, you can see the um, architectural differences. Dude, Apple do it well. New York in some of the old buildings there. They're primo. Where was the best Apple store you went to overseas? Um, you went to one in Italy, didn't you? Yeah, I went to a bunch. I'm trying to think. I mean, they're all very similar. Yeah, probably the one. There's one in the uh, in Paris in the fucking um, uh, in where the Mona Lisa is. Oh, the Louvre. The Louvre. Really? Yeah. There's one in there. Yeah. So that Holy was pretty shit. cool. But um, I think I struggled to work out how to fucking get in there because you had to sort of go un- underground. Oh yes. But anyway, yes. so that they haven't. I think they do it good enough. To be able to have it, and we need more of them. There's not one in the. There's one in the city. No. There's but not what about, one in the city. But what about if Apple just became a bit naff? Feels like Apple might be on the way out. And if they are as a brand, <laughs> do we? What gives you that sense? Well, I just get the sense because I don't know. Are they slowing their innovation? I don't know. They're cool now. Are they going to be cool in ten years? I don't know. They've been cool for a long time. Yeah. Hi, thedailytalkshow.com. You can still get stickers. All you have to do oh, is yeah. put in uh, on the subject line stickers with your address. Uh, in the body of the email. And if you uh, really love us, you can also write us a note so we know who you are. Yeah, so th- um, shout out to Santiago. Yeah, for, uh, for that through. little... Uh, Do we get anywhere else? Uh, no, we, we had a few others. but um, And we got a, a really nice email from Danny the other day too, who um, he was saying... Uh, Danny was the person who gave... He's the train driver. Yes. Gave some pushback. Fucking um, Danny. Fucking Danny. Gave, <laughs> uh, gave some feedback a while ago about my travel stories and yeah. saying, don't give a fuck about your travel stories, Josh. And uh, it, was, it was almost in a nicer way than that, but it still had the fucks yeah, in there. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and he said, he said, uh, he said, despite me initially saying I wasn't interested in what you were up to, Josh, I ended up missing hearing it. Uh, and he's gone on to, I'm not into Instagram and giving Facebook a miss at the moment. So I don't get sacked for posting something I shouldn't. <laughs> I thought, did he say somewhere that he did get sacked or no? I may must have made that up. But a lovely email, and he finishes it. He says, um, "Can't can't wait to see what you guys uh, the future brings with Big Media Company." But he he says, uh, "Just realised I didn't swear much. Sorry. Fuck, fuck, fuckity <laughs> fuck. Regards, Danny, the fucking train driver. Uh, fucking loved Danny. Shout out to fucking Danny. Yeah, fucking Danny. It's a daily talk show." Feel free, send that email, hi at thedailytalkshow.com and we are 
um, still Reddit is still a thing. Someone did say, "Hey, oh, I heard that your Reddit fucking project failed." I was nah, like, "No, never, it's still alive." Uh, Reddit is uh, high at the date. What what are, what is it? No, the Daily Talk Show. Dot Reddit.com. Yeah, I like that. That's how you find it. We'll see you tomorrow, guys. Catch ya.